Good evening, everybody, and again, a very warm welcome to Holy Trinity Clapham. My name is Jamie Mulvaney, and I'm one of the associate ministers here. It's wonderful to be with you uh, tonight, and happy Christmas. We've made it, well, almost, and uh, Christmas is almost here, and the promise of food and of festivity uh, reach their potential in the morning uh, with bubbles and baubles, with tinsel and with turkey. And here we are. It's almost midnight. And how are we going to usher in Christmas this year, I wonder? Well, in the immortal lyrics of Band Aid, at Christmas time, we let in light and we banish shade. And we've just heard a very beautifully read by uh, Mark and Claire uh, readings that say a lot about light. And long before the non-prophets sang, the prophet Isaiah wrote, as we've just heard, that the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. I wonder, have you been living in the dark? I mean, after all, we are a long way north, aren't we? And for those of us that commute to work during the week at this time of year, we might not see daylight uh, during the working week. I'm very relieved that the shortest day of the year is behind us. But darkness can be difficult, can't it? And Isaiah here, he's this prophet, and he's speaking to an oppressed people. And as you look back on 2018, I wonder, has this year been a year of light, or has it been a year of darkness? This year, we will all have had a difficulty in one way or another. I know there are people in this room tonight who have faced uh, the death of loved ones. And death casts a particularly long shadow, doesn't it? Especially at this time of year. For those of us that feel isolated... After all, this was the year when the government appointed a loneliness minister. Christmas can be a tricky time, particularly for those who are lonely. Maybe it's been depression or another diagnosis. And then, of course, there's debt. Apparently, the average person racks up 452 pounds of debt on their credit cards at this time of year. Now, I have my own tale of woe when it comes to credit cards. I'm not about to uh, make any confessions tonight. Uh, but just before the weekend, the, the credit card company I used, they, they phoned me up and they said, Reverend Mulvaney, uh, we've found some fraudulent activity on your credit card. And I said, oh, no. And they said, oh, yes. And um, it, it turns out that, that somebody had got my card details. And... Uh, uh, they said, look, we've, we've cancelled your card. We're going to send you a new card. And I've got to admit, I, I've been very grateful that my credit card is so obviously for me. But it's just very frustrating not to have, at this particular time of year, my credit card with me. And then, of course, there's the darkness of uncertainty, isn't there? Will I be able to meet my mortgage repayments? Will I be able to find a flat... Will my relationship survive? Will I get that relationship that I've been longing for? And whether you voted for a leave or whether you voted for remain, we know that Brexit means Brexit. We just don't know what Brexit means. 
Perhaps you're trying to feel your way around in the dark. You're unable to see the way ahead. And if we're being honest, there isn't just darkness around us, is there? But there's also darkness inside of us, too. We're very good at covering up our own darkness, particularly here in southwest London, aren't we? Particularly good at covering up the darkness that's within us, especially to ourselves. And if we're brave enough to just sit in the stillness and the quiet without our devices and listen, we realize that there's bitterness and there's jealousy and there's anger and there's lust and there's pride. The sociologist and historian Alexander Solzhenitsyn, he spent time in a gulag labor camp And he wrote this on his experiences. He said, Gradually it was disclosed to me that the the line separating good and evil passes not through states, nor between classes, nor between political parties either, but right through every human heart, and through all human hearts. And you might be thinking, Flip, this young man is quite intense, isn't he? Um, Happy Christmas, everyone. But I'm, 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 I'm just trying to be honest. I'm just trying to be honest about the reality of life and the reality that life is hard, isn't it? And so there's this reality of darkness. And we need something outside of ourselves. We need a light source to extinguish the darkness. The answer to our darkness is not more darkness, but it's light. And so at Christmas we're reminded that uh, Jesus took on darkness. This very same prophet Isaiah, he wrote that Jesus was a man of sorrows, much acquainted with deepest grief. And the angel tells Joseph that his son is to be given the name Jesus because he would save people from their sins. And so as we peer peer into the manger this Christmas, we see someone who grows up into being someone who inhabits all the messy implications and consequences and realities of our brokenness, of our darkness. Jesus is the one who stands in our place and he stands by our side. And amidst Isaiah's sort of profound pronouncements about uh, Jesus' names, the reality is a child who is born into complete vulnerability, into weakness, into a cold and dark stable. And if we let Jesus we can invite him into the cold and dark areas and corners of our hearts and souls and invite him to fill them with more and more light. We heard in the passage from the prophet Isaiah that unto us a child is born and a son is given. Not just to Mary, not just to Joseph, but unto us. Jesus belongs to you. You may not think that you could ever identify yourself with Jesus, but Jesus identifies with you. He sees you. He hears you. He knows the deepest cries of your heart, and he loves you to the very heights of the heavens. We see the everlasting father becomes a child. The prince of peace enters distress. The wonderful counselor, he comes alongside And the mighty God becomes a vulnerable human. And so God being for you means that God is with you. 
He's with you before you got yourself ship shape. Because this is not a son to be earned, but unto us a son is given. And Jesus is the light who meets you in the darkness. And maybe that great hymn should be, O come all ye faithless, joyless and defeated. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Because Christmas is for the weary, it's for the messed up, and it's for the broken. If your life doesn't look Instagrammable, then Christmas is for you. So what do we do? What do we do with such an amazing gift? We don't quite know what to do with all the gifts we get, do we? Do we re-gift them? Do we put them away, save them for a rainy day? John Lewis, of course, has uh, shown us that Elton John took the gift of a piano and he turned it into a songwriting talent. And when we receive a gift, there's a possibility, isn't there, that something amazing can come of this gift. And what we're being given is not a piano, but a person. And this gift, he's not so wrapped up in himself that he can't stoop down to our level. And so if he's a person, this light that Isaiah writes about, well, he's not just a metaphor. This sort of ethereal light. It's not just about prophecy, and it's not just about poetry, but we read about this person. You know those Christmas cards you get. You know the ones that are perfunctory, that uh, sort of seem inadequate, and the ones that are ineligible, um, um, illegible, sorry, that you can't understand them. Um, but Jesus came in human form. He came in human form to show us all the different ways that he loves us. For the confused, for the concerned, for weary souls. He will be a wonderful counselor. I wonder if you saw the Daily Telegraph today. We've seen there a, um, a little preview of the Queen's Christmas message coming up tomorrow. And then up the top, we've got um, three different headlines of what's in the Telegraph. We've got the expert's guide, uh, the, the keys to a stress-free break. We have uh, how to eat mindfully this festive period. I don't want to make fun of the Telegraph. I'm sure I could eat less mindlessly this Christmas time. And then uh, my favorite is 20 Reasons to be Cheerful this Christmas by Boris Johnson. <laughs> Being the, the young fogey that I am, I'm looking forward to catching up on all the newspaper supplements this Christmas. But nobody has developed, nobody has progressed on the wonderful wisdom of Jesus. The sort of teaching that says to love your enemies. And so, also for those needing transformation, we see that Jesus is the mighty God. He has the power over the elements and over our bodies. For those needing love and comfort, Jesus is the everlasting Father. If we take nothing else away from Christmas, we know that Jesus is love, and he shows us the love of our Heavenly Father. For those needing storms around us and within us to be stilled, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he brings us peace with God. For we also know that the angel says that he will be called Jesus, our Savior. See, if we just unwrap this gift of forgiveness, if we just admit that in the things that we think, in the things that we say, in the things that we do, we've fallen short, that we've acted in opposition to God, and we simply say thank you, we can receive this gift and 
we can be born again just as Jesus was born in that barn. The danger of this time of year is that essentially we, we just do what the film Mary Poppins Returns does. It's a nostalgic take on an old classic that we're fondly familiar with. It makes us sort of feel good for a moment. And it's a form of escapism. And as we file out of our rows, whether in the church or in the cinema, we leave unchanged. Some people think Jesus is a bit like Mary Poppins, don't they? It sort of comes from, you know, somewhere else, turns things upside down, speaks with a degree of authority. A character from a dusty book that's made a bit livelier and turned into a film, performs wonders, is practically perfect in every way, quintessentially English, maybe not. But here's Isaiah, he's writing about Jesus 700 years before his birth, and tonight we're singing about him 2,000 years after his birth. I studied um, history twice, not once, but twice at university. You can all take pity on me. Um, but, um, but suffice to say, uh, evidence is important to me. I'm not one of these people that sort of says, well, maybe there was a drone over Gatwick, maybe there wasn't, sort of doesn't really matter. And evidence does matter. I've investigated the claims about Jesus and by Jesus. And if you want to investigate those claims, can I invite you to come and join us on our next Alpha, which starts on the 15th of January. There's no charge, there's no pressure, there's no follow-up. But come and investigate the claims about Jesus. So you can do the nostalgia thing if you like. Or if you receive this gift, if you open him, nothing will be able to take him away from you. And he shall reign forever and ever. And you will live with him forever and ever. And so while governments come and go, we still celebrate this child whose government reigns forever and ever, and the government is on his shoulders. So you and I have this choice, don't we? Will we let the government of our lives be run by Jesus, who created you and knows you and loves you? Or will you carry the weight of the world on your shoulder? Carry a weight that you were never meant to carry. Will we let his light overcome our darkness? If we do, we have this promise that Isaiah writes about of joy, of rejoicing in Jesus. If we have the courage to open this gift, to treat it more than a, a fleeting festivity, it can be the foundation for the rest of our lives. Sometimes a gift is more than just a gift. Ask Jesus to be your wonderful counselor, to be your mighty God, to be your everlasting father, to be your prince of peace, to be God with you. Sometimes a gift is more than just a gift. Jesus is the light that lasts. He is the light that lasts, the light that, that lasts through the darkness and even the darkness of death. He is the light of Christmas Day and he is the light for every day. Happy Christmas.